podcast where two of us were gonna sit here and tell spooky stories that's not to be my witch laugh on that that corner corner, the person who interrupted me is Juana Pineda my best friend I keep interrupting you I'm so sorry I'm so discombobulated and on that corner on that non-discombobulated one wait discombobulated one you still discombobulated because you couldn't say the word It's my best friend, Jennifer, a.k.a. Jenny Bean Flores. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Wow, that intro was whack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. It's a little, it's a little late. It's not late, guys. It's not even nine yet. It's not yet. at all. No. <laughs> it's not at all. Um, <laughs> it's because it's spooky season, so we're all kind of weary and, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So today, guys. We're starting off October with spooky stories from Reddit. Yay! I'm so excited. Oh, I'm not sleeping tonight. Me either. Why can't we have filmed this like at like, like, I don't know, like lunchtime? <laughs> so, I could, so I could have forgotten everything, man. That's yep. crazy. Um, so yeah, just double points before we start. Um, I don't know if we talked about this in the podcast. I feel like we have talked about it, but... Now that we're talking about, like, spooky stuff, um, one thing that Jennifer and I are really spooked about are um, skinwalkers. <gasps> like, I can't even, like, say it because I get scared. But, no, um, skinwalker week is coming. Skinwalker, I know it's coming, and I'm so scared. Oh, my God. Um, so, if y'all know what skinwalkers are, get, hold on, hold Tune your in. horses. <laughs> in like two weeks. In, like, two weeks. We're going to talk all about them. But they freak us out so much that one time we were driving down like this like dark road and I saw I y'all I, it might have been Guys, a mailbox first wait, of all. Wouldn't this be better for the skins walker day? Well yeah. Okay, fine. The point of it is that Jennifer and I are very easily spooked and that we tend to spook each other just by thinking. Like we didn't yeah. even <laughs> say it that day. We just looked at each other, we said, Oh no, stop, oh no, and we just started screaming. It was the worst. Mm-hmm. It was, it was the worst. Too. Worst, just we're just very easily spooked. I'm afraid of Chucky, y'all. So like, psh, that's how what spooked am I, I am. <laughs> I don't know what scares me. I think just like ugly faces. <laughs> I look at the ugly here. faces. <laughs> 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 just like you know, like like yeah, you know. I hate being mm-hmm. jump scared. I hate that. Jump scares are, yeah, I don't like them. Like, that whole scary maze thing that we didn't... Mm. Dude, my cousin and my brother were like, oh, my gosh, come here, I'm going to show you a video. And it was that video of the the hill. Oh, my God. Y'all, to tell you that I did not sleep for a week. Wait, you forgot about it? What do you mean I forgot about it? Oh, was the first time you saw it? Yeah, the first time I saw it. Oh, I I thought you were telling me, like, recently. Nah, 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 nah. It was, like, the first time I saw it. Um... Also, I was like, I think all of us did this. Well, I mean, shoot, maybe me more than most. But I was a scaredy cat as a kid. Like, I was just scared. I mean, I still am. But um, I would, like, go into, like, my mom's room and be like, Mommy, can I sleep here? 
<laughs> and she'd be like, what do you want? And I'm like, can I sleep here? I'm scared. Of what? I'm just scared. Dude, it was the worst. It was so bad that me and like Lois and I, we if we had to go pee at night, we would be like, hey, come with me to the restroom. Like, you've been to my house. The restroom was literally right there. But we were like, no, come to the restroom. And so he would have to wait for me outside while I went to the restroom. And then we would take turns. He would, like, go into the restroom. <laughs> I would come outside. And we would wait for each other. Mm-hmm. And then um, the same thing when he showered. He, like, I had to sit outside. When I showered, he had to be outside. Like, it was a whole thing. Because we would usually shower at nighttime. So at nighttime is spooky. So... Yeah, we had to have a buddy system, even in my own household, because we were just scared of everything. <laughs> I was a scaredy cat, man. Still am. It's okay, though. Mm-mm. You yeah. weren't like that, dude? You just, you would um, be brave? No. I I was a brave kid. I, I think it's because um, I have a lot of older cousins, mm-hmm. so I grew up watching a lot of scary movies, while yeah. the cousins that are my age, they were the ones that their parents didn't let them watch scary movies, so they're scaredy cats. So I was the brave one, you know? Mm. Like, I was that one kid that was, like, 12, going to the, like, rated R movies with my older cousins because I was oh, allowed I to because they I were see. older. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, have, I have a cousin that's never watched a scary movie in her life because she's too scared. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm not like that, okay? It's not, it's not that bad for me. But, um, que te iba a decir? I was just scared because it would always be, like, a a prank on me because I was mm-hmm. the youngest. I only have two older cousins. Well, I have three, but like, yeah, I have two older cousins who like I spend the most time with. And so they would like, no, two older people. It's my cousin and my brother. So they would mm-hmm. always have me as a little guinea pig and they would always make, like, make fun of me. And so I just assimilated like getting scared with being bullied. <laughs> so I was just gonna, I'm just be scaredy cat, okay? It do be like that sometimes. Um, also, on happier news, hey, your car is fixed. I know, you guys. It's been what, Jennifer? Like two months? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been no, so wait. long. No, dude, it's been longer. No, like oh three. I don't even know. It might be three, to be honest. It might be three. You guys go back and let me know what episode. That's like the first time I told you about my car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, because I remember the first time you told me about the car. You're like, oh, I haven't told you guys this. Oh, right. So that already happened. Dude, I don't know. It's been a long time, though. Mm-hmm. And if you know me, I love driving. So I was kind of deprived of that. And I was, I'm not going to lie to you. It was looking sad. <laughs> but we fixed it the first time. Um, It broke. It broke again. And then... We fixed it this time, and it seems to be working. I, ha- I, w- I drove it around all day today. Um, I'm not used to the brake anymore because it's, it's messed up twice on me already, so I'm kind of, like, scared of it. Like, I don't they trust it They didn't replace it, it? No, they did, but, like, you know how, like, um, a car will have, like, the – like I told you, it'll go halfway or a little more than mm-hmm. halfway. How sensitive it or, is. Like, how sensitive – there you go. The sensitivity of it. I'm not used to it anymore because I'm used to driving my mom's truck. And so whenever my car, my car has like not a very good sensitivity level. Like you have to go down a lot to like make it break. But that's like the normal of it. It's not, that's, that's the normal of that Mm -hmm. pedal. But Um, with your mom's car. But with mom's car, not. But then since it messed up on me twice already, I'm just kind of scared of it because I'm scared that it's not going to stop like Mm -hmm. it's been, like it has been doing. 
So I was trying to drive it around today a lot so that I could get used to it again. But yeah, I, I drove it around literally all day. It works. Um, I drove it to this house. It works. It didn't stop once. Hey. Um, I had to brake hard twice and it stopped. So we're like, we're, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so excited because that means I get to like go places. Because I feel bad whenever my parents are like, do you want the truck? You can take the truck. Because I'm like, no, like that's your car. Like I don't want to take the mm-hmm. truck, you know. Um, so excited. So I'm just happy. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, everything's good. So thank God that's for good. that. Mm-hmm. Anything cool happening to you, dog? Um, I've finished a bunch of my midterms this week, and I got a hundred and one of them, and Ooh. then I missed one question and another one. Bruh. And then I don't know the rest yet, but those are the mm-hmm. only ones I know so far. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Oh my okay, God, guys, let's get to the spook. Let's get the to the spook. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, wait, wait. Talking about spook real quick. Mm-hmm. So Halloween's coming up, right? And mm-hmm. Aiden, my nephew, wants to be Jack Skellington. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we ask him, we're like, Aiden, what are you going to be for Halloween? He's like, the pumpkin king. And he walks around with his hand like this, like with his <laughs> hand out and walks like a model and gives a whole model wa- a catwalk. And I'm like, you're so cute. He's like, yeah. The pumpkin king. <laughs> He's so cute. Anyways, that's it. Also, Sorry. guys, disclaimer. These aren't our stories, so there's no way we can, like, predict, um, like, a censored word we want to censor. Right. So we try to edit this as least as possible. So there might be some curse words in here, and we apologize. Yeah. These are not our words. So, yeah, let's get to yeah. it. Get Let's get to it. All right. Oh, also, for those of you who want to know, Jennifer looked up and she, it, it's called Halloween Stories. That's it. That's literally Yeah, the it's just a subreddit, right. Halloween Stories. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you can look it up, too, if you want. Um, you want to pick one? You want to go first? Also, guys, if I mess up on reading, it's because I'm tired because I've been studying for midterms. And also because I can hear myself. This is very true. Yes. Okay. This is called The Loop. Posted by the high ground 598. <laughs> hey. I woke up in a cold sweat. It was just a nightmare, I told myself. I looked up at my twin brother's bed. He was still classed as missing. The dread kept coming over me every time I remembered what happened. I got up and changed, had breakfast, and went on my merry way to school. Then I passed the well, the one I pushed him into. It was calling me towards it. Not out loud, but like something inside me was drawn to it. So I walked up to it and done the daily routine of checking a coin into it, wishing for my brother back. But when it hit the bottom, there wasn't the usual sound of it hitting the bottom with a fleshy smack or of grown up pain. I looked down the well and saw a burned, soggy looking version of me down there and a sort of staircase of coins. I turned to run, but then the arm grabbed me around my neck and pulled me down. But I didn't hit the bottom. I kept going down further and further and kept telling and kept feeling my skin burn. Then my skin was melting off the bone. Then I hit the bottom. I got up and expected to see something like hell, but instead I saw pure darkness all around me. Then I saw the thing just standing there. Then it raised its hand and pointed. Not at me, but behind me. Oh, I hate that. 
I turned, and right, right there was the will. Then I knew. The thing was my brother that I pushed down there years ago. Then I turned back. My brother was standing right in front of me. I could smell him. He smelled like he had drunk, dunked in cow manure for 12 days straight. Then he pushed me down. I hit the bottom. It all hurt. It was all suffering pain that I wanted it to end. Then I felt a hot searing pain on my head. It was a damn coin. <gasps> I looked up and saw the bastard who threw it. He looked like me before it all hit the fan. Then I noticed the staircase of coins. I then climbed as fast as I could, even though every moment created suffering pain I gripped around his neck and pulled him down. It kept going on and on and the pain got worse. Didn't matter the little guy was expecting me to. <laughs> then we hit the bottom. I got up and saw he was standing in front of the well. I pointed at it. Smiling there I was. I took a good look at him as his skin was melting off the bone like mine did. I then pushed him down. I woke up in a cold sweat. It was just a nightmare, I told myself. I don't like that. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> wild. Oh my God, dude. I kept trying to turn back. I was like, don't do it. <laughs> that's so scary. I'm oh guessing this is goodness. one somebody wrote. Yeah, somebody wrote that for sure. Are you sure? For sure. <laughs> that's wild. Oh my goodness. Ah. Also, real quick, you guys. There is this Instagram. Co I like. Um, I like reading comics on Instagram, like comic pages. Mm -hmm. There is this one account. I'm about to look for it. There's this one account. So I found a whole bunch of like, um, like fan accounts of the of this. You want but the original. I want, yeah, I want the original person. So the account, I'm looking at it. It's called, it's just called Silent Horror Comics on mm -hmm. Instagram. Like the one I found, but this is like a fan account. This is not like the one that I'm, I'm like talking about. And I'm, they don't tag them or anything or follow they, they them? They don't. They just say by KS. But here they have like the collection of like these, this person's comics. Um, so, yeah, if you guys are into, like, scary stuff or you guys just want to, like, have, like, a daily dose of, like, scary, look up um, silent.horror. No, that's what it's called? Yeah, silent.horror. No, horror.comics on Instagram. And you'll find, like, this scary stuff. Like, they're genuinely scary. Like, I'll, I won't read them. Well, first of all, I'm a scaredy cat. But, like, at night, if I read them, I'm like, whoa. Because it's, like, really detailed, like somebody's like ghost face melting off and it's everything into black and white and it's like mm -hmm. super like really nice um illustrations but really freaking scary like they scared me i don't know but yeah it's silent horror on instagram you guys could like figure it out but it was kind of cray cray i like those they're really fun okay um the next one here it says choose your movies wisely that's the one I'm doing, in case you want to read along. Um, and it was submitted by Chubby27. Same. All right. Since I was a preteen, I always loved horror movies. 
It might seem weird, but they always fascinated me. I love the thrill of jump scares and the plots of the different movies. This love of mine, of course, didn't help in fending off the nightmares and paranoia. Even though I loved the movies and wouldn't stop watching them, they still scared the S out of me. (laughs) (laughs) I carried these fears into my adulthood, even though they manifest themselves in small things. For example, I can't sleep with my closet door open or the hallway door open. I also can't move my bed to a position where I can't see my bedroom door in the mirror. This may seem common, but the reason why is pretty smart. The doors in my house all make very distinct noises. The front door has the glass panel and makes a rattling noise when it shuts. The hallway door had a key attached, so when it closes, you can hear the lightly metal bumping into each other. My bedroom door, on the other hand, had a noisy knock. Uh, has a noisy lock. Whenever the door opens, it sounds like a faint scraping. That's the lock inside the door. The closet door is pretty obvious. Monsters, am I right? (laughs) Well, when I was younger, the doors had to be closed so that the monsters couldn't get to me. After all, what monster wouldn't give up when faced with a closed door? (laughs) True. As I grew older, the reasons became more logical and all the more terrifying. The doors stay closed so that if anyone does come in trying to kill me, such harm me, I'll hear the door. Of course, it won't do anything to protect me, but at least I'll know. And I can look from my bed to the mirror to see and see the door from an angle. These were all stupid paranoid thoughts that I had because of all the horror movies I watched. But all these small rituals made me feel slightly safer. Or at least, I thought they did. The night before Halloween, my parents went out to a dinner party and I was left alone at home. I decided to watch a scary movie in honor of Halloween. After browsing Netflix for almost an hour, I finally settled on one. It didn't have any well-known actors and it had a cliche horror movie plot. But since I was home alone, I didn't want anything that was too terrifying. I settled in and began watching. It was about a girl in a small town who moved to an old house with her family. The house was creepy and supposedly haunted. How very original, right? But there was something different about this one. There was no ghost. It was like a game of cat and mouse with the killer and the girl. Her parents go out and she is left alone at home with the killer waiting to strike. He starts by cutting the electricity, then breaks in. I watched as the girl scrambled up the stairs into her room, locking it and calling the police. She has a pocket knife, which is what she holds as she waits for him. We hear footsteps, creaking doors, the whole nine yards, all the cliche killer stuff. I'll spare you the details, but it was pretty unoriginal. I shut off the TV as I finished and went to wash the dishes. After I had cleaned up and turned off the kitchen lights, I went to my room closing both doors on my way there. I sat on my bed, scrolling on my phone, until suddenly the lights went out. I shrugged off my uneasiness until I heard something, the distinct, quiet rattling of the glass that my front door makes. Oh, no. I don't like it. That's too real. That's too real. And they didn't even continue the dang story, dog. That's just there. (laughs) Dude, honestly, that's what's crazy, is that, um, 
I told you guys about this um, series a long time ago, but it's I'll be I'll be gone in the dark or something like that. Yeah, I'll be gone in the dark or something. Um, it was about the Golden Gate Golden State Killer. Um, but this author, what she said was like, our brain is so wired to make us feel safe that we tend to like shrug off important like life saving details. Like whenever we're at home, we're like, oh, that was just this. Oh, that was just that. It's fine. Um, when in reality, like it could be something dangerous, like this for this person, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, it's nothing. Oh, scary. Um, whenever she was pointing out like the doors being closed, mm-hmm. there's a way more important reason why your door should be closed. It is proven that if a household like starts burning, if you have your doors closed, it is it spreads slower. Oh yes. Yeah. So it's don't sleep with your hallway door open close Mm -hmm. that because it can literally save your life yep wow i haven't heard that in a minute i remember hearing that back in like early high school times i'm spooked about fires you're spooked about yo fires are scary man like you can't control it you can't be like no or like yeah reason oh my gosh that's literally a freaking um a babble point (laughs) you guys Last week, Jennifer she and I were with video. Fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last week, Jennifer and I were video chatting, and I was cooking a like I was cooking a meal, and my ass burned a bread, like a loaf of bread. I was cooking uh, garlic bread in the oven, and then I had put it to bake, you know, and so like it was already like almost done. But I said, oh, you know what? I'm gonna put it in the broil setting so it can like crisp up a little bit, just the outside. But in that moment, Jennifer and I started talking about like some cheese mint, which is probably nothing. I don't remember what it was. But then I start smelling and then I start, I look around and I see smoke and I'm like, bro, what's going on? And then I opened the oven, you guys, and the freaking loaf of garlic bread is on fire. Like it's literally on fire fire and then it was blue from how like hot it was and then i just took it out and i'm like jen so the bread is on fire <laughs> like literally it was a crazy thing. the first I've thing never... i told her was show me <laughs> i didn't show her i didn't hear you i was just kind no. of fixated on the fact that i said i said a bread on fire like that was crazy i've like never done that cooking 101 like I told Jennifer, I was like, forget the like burning, boiling water. Like I said, a loaf of bread on fire. <laughs> uh, anyways, everything was fine. <laughs> okay. Next story. My Halloween VR experience. Scary, scary. So this happened a couple years ago when I was 18. I had just finished high school and was only working part-time, so I had tons of free time. And most of it was spent with my girlfriend. When Halloween came, we made plans to attend a friend's party. But they fell apart in a big way. Long story. 
so we decided to make some fun and seek out some haunted houses. We live in one of the biggest cities in the Midwest, so there was a lot to choose from. Most of the places were, we visited were pretty cheesy. Some guy in a bedsheet jumping out and yelling, boo! The occasional plastic spider, you know the stuff. But then we came to one that was really something else. It was a fairly small booth set up down a busy pedestrian street and was marketing some sort of tech company. Vitra, something maybe. I don't know. I have never heard of it before, and I don't really bother trying to remember it. Besides, it wasn't the company that was supposed to draw your attention. It was a sign, which read, Experience Pure Horror in VR. Now, I've always thought VR was cool, but being a broke teenager, I never actually had the chance to use it, so I was pretty excited. My girlfriend felt differently. Normally, she was a huge horror junkie, but this time, she seemed spooked. I asked her what was up, and she said it just felt off to her. I shrugged my shoulders and told her to wait for me to come back, and I stepped into the booth. Inside the booth, an admittedly quite attractive lady directed me to a chair and placed a VR headset on me. She asked if I was ready, and when I said yes, the screen turned on, and I immediately found myself in the most immersive virtual world that I have ever been in. The graphics were amazing. Not quite photorealistic, but the amount of immersion of the VR made them irrelevant. I felt like I was really in that world. Within the simulation, I was strapped to a rail car. There was no real way to move, but I could rotate my head and look around me. As the rail car started, I was brought to an amusement park-esque haunted house experience. At first, it was really tame, thus kind of lame. Lots of ghosts and vampires and other basic stuff. Though the sheer immersion didn't make it a little bit more interesting than a real than a regular haunted house. So the whole experience was mostly like that. Just generic Halloween monsters and jump scares. But what really sold the experience was the narration. The narrator had a soft but confident voice. It really reminded me of a college professor. In fact, what he was talking about was kind of a lecture too, as he kept going on and on about the inedible death, man's irrelevance to nature, and how God didn't exist. As the ride went on and the voice kept talking in my ear, I found myself getting more and more scared. Not at all one thing, not at any one thing, but just the way that the narrator would distract me just enough for the monsters to take me by surprise. And then, when I was used to the monsters, the narrator would come back into focus and remind me of the emptiness of existence. As the narrator went on, things started to get more personal. It started to shift focus from God and nihilism mm-hmm. and onto my family and my loved ones. He started asking if I loved my girlfriend more for her personality or for her body. He asked me if I thought my parents were happy that I was born. Oh my god. As he kept saying these things, the monsters kept jumping, started to change. Instead of zombies and vampires, it was my father <gasps> covered in blood. Oh my gosh, my no. My mother with her wrist lit. And my girlfriend with her half her face blown off. At one point, the monster that jumped out of me at the age of 14 was holding a gun. 
and the narrator asked me if I was truly happy that I hadn't killed myself. Oh my goodness. I didn't know that he would know about that. Eventually, the ride came to an end. The rail car stopped and a hooded man appeared. He spoke to me and I realized he was the narrator. He said that though my journey was at an end, he was going to leave me with something that would make me remind, remember it for the rest of my life. And he pulled out a knife and he ran it across my forehead. The screen went black and my headset was lifted off of me by the attractive assistant. I thanked her and walked outside to meet my girlfriend. I told her all about the experience and how immersive it was. And what she had to say once I was done with will stick with me forever. She pointed at my forehead and said, how did you get that cut? Oh my gosh, we're going to have to have a trigger warning for this one. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Spooky. Spooky. So the next story is Pete's Halloween ride, in parentheses, true story, by Just a Dare? Just a okay. Dare? Okay, it starts off by saying, Hey, I'll race you there, I said to Pete, putting the finishing touches off my vampire makeup on. Pete, who didn't really care about Halloween, had some nondescript costume on, but claimed he was ready to go to the school dance. Nah, he replied. He looked at me challengingly and continued. I'm riding my bike there anyway, so you got no chance. F that. Give me a, give me a head start, I told him. At that time, I was a pretty fast runner and was always looking to prove myself. You get three minutes. <laughs> huh? I said, period. Period. <laughs> you get three minutes. Came the dry, knowing reply. I didn't care, though. I was up for it. I put my black cloak and pointed black dress shoes. Oh, sorry. Black dress shoes on and took off as fast as I could into the night air. Kate flying out behind me. <laughs> I had a good pace on and felt pretty confident about possibly winning this race. But it wasn't long before I heard the sound of a bike gaining on me. I thought, dang, and doubled my pace. But it was no, but to no avail. Peter soon flew by me laughing the whole time and screamed out, Loser! He had just about made it to the start of the school sidewalk across the street from where I was now, panting from where I was now, yeah, panting with my hands on my knees as I watched the darkness erupt. Out of absolute nothingness, 20 screaming teens came out and began whipping eggs at him. At first, I started laughing, thinking, serves him right. But then, for whatever reason, one egg caught my attention, and I watched it in super slow motion, super slow-mo time, as it cruised through the air into the street and onto the, girl, onto the grill of an oncoming car. The car crunched down, back lifting from the impact, and came to a sudden stop. Silence. There was not a single sound in the air. Even the footfalls from the kids running back into the darkness had no effect on the air in the moment. As I struggled to understand how an egg could have caused such destruction, as the low idle of the car seemed to rise back to existence, and as I stared at wisps of smoke rising up in the headlights, I saw silhouetted 
A crumpled mass, and my confusion was blown away by the recognition of the twisted metal and the meat that was my brother. Terror rocked me in the moment, and at first, all I could do was whimper out, Pete. Before the truth of the situation became a curdled wail, I raced back to the house as fast as I could, screaming for help for, from anyone who could hear me. My parents met me sobbing on the front lawn and were panicked and frenzied at my tone. I told them that I told him what had happened and from then on the motions of the rest of the night are still a blur to me. Peter and the two people in the car were rushed to the hospital and luckily no one died that night. That being said, there are two eerie aspects to this story that still have yet to be told. The couple in the car were an older one. When they struck my brother on his bicycle, it was a shock for both of them, but not just because of the impact of the teenager against their windshield. One year prior, on Halloween, their granddaughter had been struck and killed while riding her bike to a school dance. I can only imagine the stress they must have felt, but the, but the effects of the experience coupled with the loss of their granddaughter caused the man ha to have a heart attack on the spot. He was treated later in the hospital and they were both able to tell us their side of the tale. The other part was when Pete woke up, he had no recollection of being hit at all. His memory of the event was, as he was biking, he saw the kids, to start, he saw the kids start whipping eggs at, at him, so he swerved left out of the way and instead of biking down a side street, he continued on and followed the roads constantly taking left until he was biking past our house and up the street until he saw a large crowd gathered in the middle of the road. Curious, he got off his bike and made his way to the front. Right before he was able to see what happened, what everyone was gawking at, he woke. He told me he remembered, a feel he remembered feeling his face on the concrete and the pool of blood he was lying in. He remembered how he tried to lift his head but it was stuck to the ground and that the EMT told him not to move. And then he passed back out and didn't wake up until the mo that moment. As an aside, Pete ended up getting a date out of the whole affair. Some girl had seen his picture in the paper and contacted him because she thought <laughs> he was cute. I always thought it was a bit weird because the pic of him was, <laughs> was of his swollen, lacerated face, but hey. Who am I to judge? So are they getting at the fact that he saw the granddaughter a year ago? No, I think it was just like the grandparents lost their granddaughter a year ago. And it was kind of like, oh, my God, a kid in a bike. We hit them. Maybe it was like feeling like that was my granddaughter. Right. But Pete's memory of it is that he never got hit by a, a car. Pete's memory oh, yeah. is that Him he kept like going and that there was people around something and he mm -hmm. was going to go see what was going to happen, was happening. That's my question. Like, I wonder if like, that's what they were trying to get at was like, he was going to go see the crime, like not the crime scene, but like the accident scene of the granddaughter of these, of this couple. Oh, I that's thought he was going to see himself. Oh, that makes more sense than the couple. <laughs> the, yeah. Then the granddaughter. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. What's next? Never go outside on the night of a harvest moon. 
Wasn't there a harvest moon like the first day of October? I think so, yeah. Okay. You were like, I went Whoa, outside on the harvest look at moon. the I moon. Yeah, you're like, what are the moon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Every last full moon. Oh, wait, who wrote this? Channel X Horror. Okay. Ooh. Every last full moon before the autumn equinox, that is, when day and night both occupy almost exactly the same length of day, people around here start to get jittery. And they have good reason to. The day brings with it not only the end of to the warm days and the nights of summer, but with come but with that comes this cold string of impending death. We call it the harvest moon. On the night of the harvest moon, we have responsibilities. Your responsibilities are clear. You must be sure to have all your gatherings and chores done before nightfall. Be sure all the animals are put away except for one of each. Leave them in the field. And as nightfall, lock your doors and turn on the light un- turn out the light until morning. Cover your windows if possible. Whatever you do, do not go outside after dark. Oh my god, I can't. I'm scared already. Oh my god. Legend only reports that the harvest moon was used to provide farmers with light to help us with our nighttime crop gathering. But most of what you read hides the dark side of the harvest moon. Nobody wants to acknowledge that it exists. They rather bury the truth than be burdened with the reality. Nobody knows the truth better than I do. When I was nine year old, when I was in, when I was nine year old, the kids at school used to taunt each other with the upcoming harvest moon. They'll tease you and tell you that it is coming for you, that it was going to eat you. Some of the bolder kids would also make claims to have seen the creature who comes to take the children away on the night of the harvest moon. The official name of the creature? The Lord of the Harvest. This is how the adults knew him. The kids decided on a much cuter nickname though. They called him Harvey. Oh my gosh, there's a chant. Here we go. No. To what to what beat is this? Oh shit. Boom. Boom. Hey. Hey. <laughs> his arm and his legs are long like trees. <laughs> hey, go hey, keep it going, dog. Hey. His arms and his legs are long like trees. Hey. Go. <laughs> I can't. This is yeah. Hey, hang on your skin so it flaps in the breeze. Hey. T- Oh, wait, what's was the next part? Whosoever, Whosoever finds, Harvey, Harvey finds, finds, he'll wrap you with guts on a tree like vines. Okay, hold on. Keep going. Go, Jen. I'm scared. Try to run. Try to hide. Harvey will get you if you don't stay inside. Out of night. Harvest moon. Everywhere that you can hide, Harvey can hide too. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to say scary. a first word. But F that. Okay, first of all, we try to make it funny because we're not trying to be scared. <laughs> but I hate that last line with mm-hmm. a passion. Continue. I'm going to throw up. My father once told me, you never go outside on the night of a hard miss moon. No good can come from it. It brings nothing but death. This particular year, some kids dared us to meet the... Oh my god, I just glitched. <laughs> Jennifer, stop! I glitch when I'm tired. <laughs> like my my jaw locks. Mm. This particular year, some kids dared us to meet them after dark to try and get us to look at Harvey. Probably twelve of them said they were going to be there. 
I told them my dad wouldn't let us go outside on the night of a harvest moon. Of course, they teased me relentlessly, saying I was scared like a little baby. I finally relented and told them I'll do it. I agreed to meet them there after 10 p.m. to make sure my dad was already asleep. My little brother and sister both wanted to come with me, but I told them that it was for the big kids only, and they stayed home. I promised I'll tell them all about it afterwards, as long as I didn't tell dad. I showed up to meet them in the schoolyard a few minutes after 10 and saw there were only three ki other kids actually showed up. Boy, those other ones were sure gonna get laughed at for being scaredy cats at the next day, the next day at school. One kid, Tommy, who was known as the bully asked me, you sure you wanna do this kid? You look kinda skinny and pale. I'm not sure you're gonna make it, he said with a sarcastic grin. All three of them laughed with one into another chant directed at me. Oh Harvey's God. gonna get you. Take your skin and eyeballs too. Harvest Moon is out tonight. Everyone's gonna die. Don't worry, I'm fine, I said. They all laughed. Sure, okay, we'll see. We walked to an old man's with Witherby farm, mm -hmm. about half a mile from where I lived. I've been it's been said too many it's been said that many people have spotted the creature there. After walking for almost an hour, we were getting tired and started making rumblings about going home. It was just after that that Tommy stopped cold. Shh, he said to us in a loud whisper. The next several minutes were a blur. Right after Tommy whispered, something grabbed him and pulled him away so fast that we didn't even see it. It was just two long arms snatching him out of the darkness. The rest of us started screaming and got up to run. This way, this way, one of them yelled. We followed. We, as we ran towards the barn, another one of the kids, Josh, was snatched up right next to me. I looked over my shoulder, and all I could see was a very large tree-like figure. It must have been at least 12 feet tall. I screamed, and then reversed courses and started running off into another direction, towards where I lived. The creature must have been following the last kid, Jimmy, towards the barn. I heard one last scream as I was running home. The next day, Jimmy wasn't at school. By the end of the day, we were told that Tommy, Josh, and Jimmy were all missing. Mm -mm. And later at home, I was told that entrails, that entrails were found all over Witherby's farm. Police were trying to identify who they belonged to. I didn't tell anyone what happened. Not even my brother and sister, who I promised to tell them before going. I told them I can't. I got chills. You have chills? Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Today, I have kids of my own. I inherited the farm when my dad passed away. I will not be allowing my kids outside tonight. I'm currently boarding the windows and putting digital log codes on the door and not telling them the code until tomorrow at least. You see, the word harvest and the phrase harvest moon doesn't refer to harvest of crops as the oh modern whitewash explanations oh tell you. The word harvest refers to humans. Oh, I got chills. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. Body. I'm going to throw up. Like dead, like I'm dead <laughs> ass. I'm going to throw up. I feel so sick right now. I feel so sick. I feel so sick. I'm in the house by myself. I'm so fucking... I can't. I, I. Should we end it on that? Oh, my gosh. 
I just heard my I just heard my win- something at my window. Mm. It's spooky. I'm so spooked. Okay, you guys, that was the last. That's the last scary story. But let's switch to a happier tone. Love Island ended. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm trying so hard, but I'm trying, I don't know how I'm asleep. Okay, first of all, Spooktober gonna be kind of hard on us, <laughs> because we're gonna be doing stuff like this all October, so that's at least, oof, I'm so scared. Um, Maybe by the end of October, we get used to it. Hopefully, hopefully I come out being a stronger woman after this. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Like I'm being so serious. <laughs> okay. Yes, Jennifer. Love Island ended. Go ahead. Oh yes. So we did not do the whole thing. We said we were gonna update you guys no. every week on where we Didn't. were. We just enjoyed the so the, the show. The show. <laughs> so after Casa More, we stopped like standing Sally and Johnny as True. hard as we were. Mm-hmm. And we started seeing Justine and Caleb. And we're like, yes, they're the ones. They're the ones. So since that moment, we knew who we were voting for. Yes. We voted for Justine and Caleb. Yeah, we did. Um, I think I'm pretty happy with the outcome of how it all turned out. Like the last couples. I would have been upset with um, Lakin and Bennett staying over Carrington and Laurel. Oh, 100%. Just because like... They were brand like, new. The whole like the the last dates are really expensive and it should only be fair for the couples that have been together longer to experience it than yeah. a couple that felt like they just paired up for the sake of it. Right, yeah. We'll see. Maybe they Lakin and um Ben and make it, but I don't know. I mean they might, but at the same time, like we don't have a relationship with them because we haven't seen them grow. We haven't seen the, their hardships. They kind of were mm-hmm. just there for like two, three days. And yeah. They were together because nobody else wanted to be paired up with them, you know? Um, so, yeah. Like, also, you want to see these extravagant extravagant dates happen to some pe- the people that you care about. You know? People that you've been, like, standing or not, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh my god. Going back to Justine and Caleb. Caleb is a whole man. Like, yep. oh my goodness. I was shooketh. I was like, so here's the thing, you guys. I'm not saying may, men ain't you know. I'm not saying that. Because there's some guys out there who are genuinely sweethearts. And they're they're chef's kiss you know but you don't really see those people on television because Mm -hmm. that's not the persona that people tend to have right um so the reason we stopped standing johnny and sally was because johnny messed up big time johnny was playing the whole playboy card and was not respectful you know he acted he said one thing and he did another you know so that's what we tend to expect from guys because they do that, you know. I'm not saying girls don't. We girls do it too. Uh, I'm just saying like you're you're used to seeing it from guys, you know. 
Um, so we were expecting Caleb to be the same, but Caleb turned out to be this man who said, nah, I respect my woman. All right. Mm-hmm. And he was just the biggest sweetheart. And it's, it is wild because this, this guy is six. What? This man is tall. Six, six, four. This man is tall. Tall, dark, and handsome. Tall, dark, and handsome. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, it was wild. Like, this man is a whole man. And, like, his dad even said, like, you are setting an example for all the boys out there watching of how they're supposed yeah. to be respecting a woman. <gasps> that, oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that guys, we were already crying from when Justine's parent came on. Yeah. And that was just, like, the icing on the cake. Yeah. It was, gee, it was so nice. Like, oh, you guys, Justine and Caleb, goals goals Mm -hmm. even if they don't end up end up together like forever well hopefully i I don't i haven't like dissected too deep into their history but like Mm -hmm. they're just they just seem like genuine people who are they were they they were there for love and they Mm -hmm. found it oh my god girl when justine said i love you back to him and he was like oh my god like yeah he was like (gasps) see that's emotion like he was he was not afraid to show emotion it was just beautiful Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. They're such a cute couple. It's such a cute couple. Um, also, I told Jennifer because Jennifer and I think Sally is so pretty. She's so freaking yep. pretty. Um, the biggest flex I will forever have is that Google Photos thought that I was Sally. Because you know how, like, whenever. Thank you, thank you. Um, whenever um. On Google Photos, if you guys have Google Photos, you know how it asks you, like, to, like... Yeah, most phones do that. Like, also, yeah. iPhone does that. Okay, but, 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 so, it'll tell you, like, is this the same person? It's by faces. Yeah, yeah, So, to, like, make sure that you are have the same face of the people or whatever. And it was, like, is this the same person? And it was me and then Sally. I was, like, ah. Hell yeah. No, but thank you, bitch. Like, that was the <laughs> best compliment you could ever give me. Because Sally is so <laughs> pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm attractive, <laughs> No, but yeah, I was like, ooh. From now on, nobody can tell me anything because I look like Sally. So, <laughs> dude, it's looking was, like Sally to me. It's the, dude. They kept doing that the entire show. I can hear it in my head. Yeah, it's the being tough. It's the dark skin for me, dude. They kept doing it so mm-hmm. much. At one point, I was like, oh my god. It's the not doing it anymore for me, please. <laughs> like, I was so done. But it was cute. It was cute at times. Mm-hmm. Also, Sally can sing. Like, I don't it was, it was wild. Can't Whenever you? they were, like, singing, like, or whatever, this girl had pipes. I was like, all right. Oh, I don't remember. Do it to him. But, yeah, it was so nice. I want to give a little, like, to the narrator. He was so good. Oh, my gosh. She was the so good. The jokes kept on coming. It was so funny. That's why mm-hmm. Love Island UK is so good. It's because the narrator, he's just so funny. He's so good. So funny. And this guy, they the people found somebody. They for they sure did. Him correctly. They casted him correctly. Gee, the key, this man has me laughing. <laughs> yeah, and also that one, that one, I think it was the before last or the one before before last. Caesar's commercial episode. Oh my god, the, the wedding. wedding? <laughs> oh, it was so good. Dude, I was crying <laughs> laughing. It was so funny. I might what watch it, it again tonight just for yeah. that. Was it Jim and Jeanette? What was the names? I don't remember. I don't remember, but it was, but it so, was funny. so funny. 
That man was going off. Also, we love the transitions to Caesars. Yes. <laughs> they were fantastic. Oh my goodness. Honestly. It makes me want to stay at Caesars Palace. Yeah, I was gonna say honestly, if I go to Vegas and stay at Caesars just because of that. <laughs> I'm gonna stay there because Hell's Kitchen is there. Ooh. Guys, yeah, that's one they of- finally um approved, announced. Like there was already rumors that Hell's Kitchen season 19 was gonna come back and they signed a contract with season 20. Because of a whole COVID case, it had got canceled because it's meant to be over the summer. Right. But yeah, it got canceled. But apparently it's going to come back early 2021. And I'm so excited. Oh, so excited. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, dude. I love Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen? Dude. Mm-hmm. It gives me anxiety sometimes. But I'm like, yep, do it to him. Mm-hmm. Like, it gets me anxiety whenever the plates keep coming back. And I'm like, just do it right so he can stop <laughs> screaming at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the service yeah I, I usually like if i'm not watching it live and i'm watching it like um what is it called streaming it uh-huh. so streaming it um on demand just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh if i'm streaming it i like skip over service a little because it like gives me a little like anxiety you know the whole me like Needing to know what the shit happens in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't like it because it makes me feel uncomfortable, but I like it. Like, it's really, it's drama. Drama mm-hmm. on drama. Because then people are like, you know what? And then, oh, it's just so crazy. Oh, it's a lot oh when people on. get cut or injured. Like, can I oh, my away? gosh. Yes. Yes. And then when he says, get out of my kitchen. Yeah. Get out. Get out. Dude, Gordon Ramsay, man. That man is so wild pobre he made a fortune out of being mean i mean i know but jesus like i mean he's that has to have some type of like negative impact on your health you know Mm -hmm. like his heart maybe it's the release though Uh, maybe (laughs) also he has a nice balance with like um master chef junior you know yeah, bro, I love the <laughs> the memes that come out of Master Chef Junior. The little crying kids. <laughs> the little crying kids, dude. But that shows. It honestly makes me sad because they're stressed. Like you know, they're they're out here trying their best. But yeah. oh my god, I I shouldn't be laughing at little kids being stressed like that. But <laughs> some of them I just relate to on a whole other level, and so I just kind of like, you know, feel Same. it. You know, I'm like, me too, me too. Oh you my guys, that's one. I should have put that in my episode of um your your goals. I want to eat something cooked by Gordon Ramsay. I want to go to his one of his restaurants. Yeah, I was about to say that's one of your dreams. You always mention it. You're like, I want to go to Hell's Kitchen. I want to. I want to go to Hell's Kitchen. If I'm going to Vegas, I'm going to Hell's Kitchen. Hey, I go to the Love Island people. The day they got out, they went to Hell's Kitchen. Are you serious? It was Laurel's birthday. Yeah. Oh my god. And people were like leaking pictures of them like being outside by the window. Like people were like, that what? Kitchen. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's so much fun. It was Laurel's birthday, dude. Yeah. As soon as she got out of the villa. That's freaking awesome. Also, I'm pretty sure they paid for like, or yeah, I'm pretty sure they paid for like a hotel room for each of them individually so they can like hang out. Because I was like, you're not about to just kick them out of the villa and be like. <laughs> yeah, I saw that they were at that. um, They were in that one Caesars Palace room. That's like the one famous one that like a bunch of YouTubers stay at. Um, I forgot who stayed there. Oh, I can see I it in a vlog. That. I don't, it wasn't the one Sophia stayed at for her. For her honeymoon. It was, um... I don't know. 
Oh, I can't. They were all there together, though. He has an elevator. Oh, it might have been Sophia. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Sophia. It was. I don't know, but it was that one, the one of the biggest suites that is mm-hmm. like at Caesar's. All Palace. of them together. Yeah, they were all together because it mm-hmm. has like seven rooms and like yeah, ten yeah. bathrooms. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole mansion. Mm-hmm. That's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended on the high note, you guys. That's good. That's gonna be it for this week. Make sure to tune in every Wednesday to Be, be there, there with J Square. Yeah, ha, ha, ha.